This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, it is April. It is April. How about that? Draft month. Draft month. Here we is go. It's upon us. Yeah. Uh, lots of good stuff happening around the league. All the pro days starting to wrap up. I think Start today is the up. last big day. A lot, a lot of schools uh, working on today, including Oregon, uh, Tulsa, Free another agency one. agency slowing down heavily and, you know, pro days. And this is pretty soon when the teams go into hibernation into the war room. Yeah. That's coming real soon. Absolutely. Uh, one thing we didn't talk a lot about the other day. Um, was the Steelers signing of Kalen Balage? Yeah, no, we, we did kind of overlook that. Yeah. Um, people looking at that are going, well, why would they, you know, does that mean James Conner's out of the equation? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Does right. that mean they're not going to draft a running back? Absolutely not. Yeah, I the opposite, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It just makes it more likely uh, because that's really what's left on the free agent market right now. Mm-hmm. And Kalen Balage to me, is a faster version of Benny Snell, and that's about it. Yeah, he was somebody. I mean, this go, the history of Kalen Balage was watched him in college, thinking I'm not real impressed. He, he went to the combine, blew it up. Yeah. By the way, I mean he's he ran like a four four seven at two hundred and thirty pounds. He's big and yeah. he's fast. And even early in his career, I kind of thought, eh, he's just kind of a an athlete. You know, he runs big, he runs fast. But this past year, it looked like something kind of the light turned on a little bit. He looked a little shiftier. Maybe he's seeing the field a little bit better. He has some receiving chops, but he's not a one. No, he's you know, right, definitely right, not right. a one. He's uh, he, he's had some success in short yardage situations over mm-hmm. the course of his career. I think he's converted like seventy five percent of his third okay. third and shorts. So there's I mean, that. He's and, but he's a two hundred thirty pound back. He should. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's fast? He should his run real fast into the line. Yeah, too. right. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's that, and of course that's something that the Steelers need to get better at. Without question. Um. I mean, I think his best football started this past year. So, is he going to be some un- untapped gem? Probably not. But I think you're getting an ascending player at this stage of his career. You're getting a depth piece, another yeah, depth yeah. piece that costs you very. He, he may not even make the team. Right, right. You, you know, throw another back in the mix. These guys get hurt. You yeah. mean, something you might lose one in the preseason. Especially but, again in a 17 game schedule. Yeah, you mentioned that too. Like maybe you keep one more on the roster than you generally would have. So that that adds up to me. Uh, I mean, it's not a huge move the needle move though. No, it, it is not. Um, we're starting to see more and more mock drafts get dropped on us here. Yeah, uh, Daniel right Jeremiah now. just uh, put out his second. Uh, I don't even think this is his second mock. This is like his mock. Oh, I think he doesn't put a number on him. But yeah, yeah. He did the first two rounds actually. Did he really? Uh, it's some interesting. Been a couple uh, of those too. Yeah, interesting notes here. Uh, he does have the 49ers taking Mac Jones at three. I've listened to his podcast many times, and he's him and Bucky are shocked by it. But that's what they've been told. The league keeps telling them they're going to take Mac Jones. I sort of understand it, but I don't condone it. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, he does, he has the Falcons taking Kyle Pitts at four. Okay, and he included trades in here, so he doesn't have them moving back. Doesn't at have all. to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously their phones will be blowing up. Yeah, 
Trey Lance would be hard to pass on, as would Fields. I mean, I like Fields is my number two quarterback still. I think you're in that. that camp yeah, still. I like Fields. I, I like him over Wilson even. Yeah. But if it's if you think you can win with Ryan for the next couple of years, Pitts would make you a great offense. Yeah, and the opportunity again, we, as we talked about last earlier this week, I should say, is there for them. Mm-hmm. I mean. New Orleans is not going to be as good as it was last year. Probably not. Carol- Carolina is still a rebuilding team, so mm-hmm. it's it's you and, and Tampa Bay. I would think. I, I'm not sure New Orleans falls off a cliff. I mean, they were able to. They'll be in the mix for maybe that yeah. seventh wild card spot. Yeah, or the I last wild card or something like that. But Tampa will be the favorite in the bit. I think Atlanta is a better team than them right now. Yeah, I do too. And their uh, point differential was almost even, yeah. even though they they lost a lot of games. So. New coach could certainly help, too. Um, he has the Panthers making a trade with Detroit. Hmm. Is that 7-8? to 7-8. Eight? Eight. Eight, eight to 7 I should say. Yeah, yeah. Moving up. So they can get Trey Lance. I bet they would love that. You wouldn't have to give up a I ton. I bet Detroit would like that. Yeah, What's he, the, the, that's he the best them, deal uh, ever if you're those teams. Oh, you're, absolutely. You're, you're I mean, you get spot. maybe a third. You get a third, uh, right? Yeah, okay. I'll take a third to pick one spot Which later. It just means you're afraid that. Denver or New England or somebody is trying to sneak up and get right. that seven you want to so make sure you the get punch. It. Yeah, but it's the best deal ever for the team that's trading back. Um, then he has the Lions taking Jalen Waddle. Uh, I think that's quite after possible. Moving Their back. receivers are bad. Yeah. Uh, Denver gets Patrick Sertain. That's fine by me too. I mean, that's that's a good pick for them. J.C. Horn goes to Dallas. He could go that high. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then the Patriots move up to eleven to get Justin Fields. Boy, that would be horrible <laughs> <laughs> now they would have to give up quite a bit more to go from 15 to 11 i would think i don't think a third gets it done especially with a quarter but yeah and a lot of those trades depends who's out there too if if there's five te- at that point maybe the steelers would be calling to get to 11 to field you know what i mean like yeah that more than just one team would probably be in the market to go get him if he drops out of the top 10 which makes it more expensive but still, if you're New England and you could trade what 15 and next year's first, I'd take that. I'd do that for Justin Fields. Yeah, oh, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, at 12, then he had, after the uh, Eagles moved down, they get Micah Parsons. I can see that their linebackers yeah. been neglected for a while. Um, again, they could go a lot of different directions. How about this? Panay Sewell drops all the way to 13 to the Chargers. Who would they, they be ecstatic? Would they love that. <laughs> I can't see that happening. I mean, I think he's a top six or seven player at yeah. worst. But if five quarterbacks go. And three receivers and Kyle Pitts doesn't take long before you're falling. Absolutely, you know? right. Um, and that starts a run on offensive linemen. I bet that would uh, because then Minnesota takes Rashawn Slater, which they, they would love. They would thrill with that yeah. too. Uh, the Giants who moved down take uh, Owosu Koromoa. Okay, would that be their first linebacker they've taken since Carl Banks? Yeah, that's 82, been that's, that's been a, that's been a short time. <laughs> Uh, the Dolphins then make a trade with the Cardinals to come up and get Elijah Vera Tucker. Hmm. And he can play tackle for them yeah. or guard or whatever. Right. And they have plenty of picks, even after you know their trades. Uh, the Raiders take Trevor Moerig. The Cardinals then take Caleb Farley, which is still a gift at 18. I, I after think that's about back. where people will consider him. Yeah. You know, he's... He's too good to let You think slip. he's a third corner taken? I think he still goes ahead of Newsom. I think he should... Yeah, Based I like Newsom a lot. That's, yeah. a, that's not a knock on Newsom, and I think the Steelers should consider Newsom at twenty-four. But Farley's got such a high ceiling. Yeah, the ceiling's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, Washington takes Darisaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bears he has taking Kadarius Tony. See, I'm not a big Tony fan. I don't know that he's any better or better than Elijah Moore and some of these other. They've already small, got some of those. They do guys. Yeah, you know, the, the, the every little... mock I've done, the Bears have been tough. Yeah. 
because Derisaw is usually not there. There's definitely not a quarterback. The receivers are fine, but I don't want to be the team that takes the fourth receiver. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it doesn't work. They don't always work out great. They could take a corner, though. Too. They could, yeah, they yeah. could. They could take a lot of stuff. They could use a lot of things, yeah. Uh, the Colts take Quiddy Pay. That's, That's the first name. edge off the board at 20. They could twenty one. back Justin Houston, but yeah. edge is a big need for them. Edge and left tackle, or uh, one of those is going to be the Colts pick. He has the Titans taking Newsom. That makes sense. They yeah. revamped their secondary a lot and moved on from, you know, uh, Dory Jackson, things yeah. like that. The Jets take ATN. Makes sense. Then the Steelers get Najee Harris. I see that. It's funny, I was just on the phone with Stan, and he said, of the teams picking 1-23, to 23, who could take a back? Dolphins. I said Dolphins or Jets. You know, Atlanta needs it. one, but yeah. they're not going to take it They're not going to take it four. They yeah. have to trade down. Now, if they move back, that, that that's yeah. in play. I think Arizona's the sneaky one, too. Yeah, That's a little so. early, but if they don't get a corner. Remember, they moved back to 18, too, in this. T- yeah, yeah. You know, I so mean, so would... those are the three you keep an eye on. The Jets need so many things, though. I mean, I don't think anybody would give them a hard time for taking ATN or Harris or whomever, but yeah. those are the three teams I think to keep an eye on. Uh, Jacksonville then takes Tevin Jenkins. Cleveland takes Gregory Rousseau. I could see that. I think they'll. I think it sets up well for them. They'll take best edge available, whoever that is. Yeah. The Ravens take Terrace Marshall. Again, that's I've seen that every, mock, every mock. Every mock. Yep, and every one of Mel's, and Mel's is the, Mel is the, uh, the, the Ravens guy. I don't want to put it in stone, but I think there's a good chance Steelers will play against Terrence Marshall twice a year. Yeah. Uh, the Saints take Elijah Moore. I like that. The Packers get Jamin Davis. Hmm. That's interesting. You always see corner or receiver to them, yeah. but Davis would, would be useful for them. And they can't stop the run. No, they can't. <laughs> and they can use speed in the middle of the field, yeah. too. Uh, the Bills take Jalen Phillips. Boy, that I think he's the best edge of all of them. I'd take him well over Rousseau and all those guys. Uh, Kansas City takes Aziz Ojolari. Wow. I mean, I'd have a hard time taking him over Cosby or one yeah. of those type of guys. Oh, I know. I hear you. Yeah. And then he has the Buccaneers taking Zayvon Collins. Wow. They don't need him, but <laughs> you just take him. Yeah. Right, right. Sash him away. We're, figure we're out ways to get him on the field. Yeah. highlights right now, and it's pretty impressive. He, he's calling Collins a 3-4 outside linebacker. I, think he, I don't think he is. I don't I think, think he, he is either. Can be. Yeah, I think he's kind of Lawrence Timmons, Timmons like, yes. in that you could say, okay, he's an outside linebacker. He can stand up out there and, and give sure. you some and pass rush, rush off the edge. Yeah, but he's I think not he's not super physical. Though. I think he's better off being a run and hit guy in the middle of a three-four defense. Yeah, I do too. And flipping his hips and running with tight ends and things like that. Blocking out player. the sun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> being really big doing he's, it. I mean, there's. I haven't seen this comparison with him, but they're similar size as well as Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah, you get that big six five guy in the middle of the field that can run a little bit, and that makes but, it makes it tough on the on quarterbacks. Like you got to drop that touch pass in in the middle of the field. Throwing lanes are tight enough as they are. You got to right, try right. to drop it in over a guy who's six five in the middle. You know, who's and even left right down the field. Yeah, you know, super long arms and all that. And again, I mean, all these tight ends that can run. I mean, even the Ebrons of the world, let alone the Kelseys and Kittles of them, that doesn't mean he's going to win every matchup of those guys, but at least he can – he has the size and the length to be in their league. Yeah. You know, and that's 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 goes a long way. Uh, we were talking off the air because we were watching Zayvon Collins, and the comparisons you had liked were Barr and Vanderesh. and I think those are real apt. And then I mentioned um, the other Collins, Jamie Collins. Yeah. And all those guys – well, not Vanderesh as much – can come up and line up at the line of scrimmage, but they're more finesse guys. You know, they're yeah. – they're space players. They're just big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they'll get that, you right? 
four sacks a year. Probably. Right, right. But that's not what they do best. It's not what they do best. Yeah. No. I don't think he is a 3-4 outside linebacker. At least not in the Steelers' be. defense. Right. Yeah. I think he'd be on the second level. Especially um, with his height next to Bush, as you mentioned. Oh, yeah. Really be, attractive. That, that would be a nice compliment to yeah. I'm sure this was turned in before the pro day, which just happened, and pro day didn't Yeah, he ball. ran, you know, high four fives, uh-huh. uh, low four, six, four sixes. At 260. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville to start the second day. Takes 2-2 two, two Atwell. Oh, I don't see that. I don't see that at all. He had an awful pro day. Yeah. I mean, he was supposed, I mean, he was like 155 pounds. Yeah, 155-pound. Like, he, why, wouldn't you take more at a Purdue? If you're going to take a little guy. You're going right. to take a little guy. He's explosive. Right, right. And he's thicker and stronger. And um, Atwell ran well by wide receiver standards, but not by 155-pound standards. Yeah. I mean, he was like 4 4 or something like that. Now maybe he runs faster when people are chasing him. Because, I'm sure. He's fast yeah. on the field. And some of these pro days you can't look too much into, but I don't know that he goes in the second day. Yeah, little guys take big hits. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Jets intake with the second pick of day two, Liam Eikenberg. Yeah, that's. I mean, I can. That, that Jets second pick could be one that hurts the Steelers. Yeah, you know, corner, edge, uh, offense tackle. You know, uh, the Falcons then right take Javante Williams at thirty-five. That's the one I think you have to keep an eye on. Yeah, their second pick could easily be a running back. Uh, Dolphins take Ronnie Perkins. Rashad Bateman had a nice pro day. He goes at 37 to the Eagles. A lot of these mocks, I've seen him fall out of round one. I'm not sure I'm buying that. Yeah, he ran like 4-3-9. Yeah. But it Again, seems like I him did and Marshall take, are the, the... The times seem faster this year because everybody, that's all we have are. is the pro days. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, they are a little bit faster than what you typically see. But every see. combine, I'm shocked that it's faster than last combine. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys are getting true. faster. You know, yeah. they're, they're better... They're better training too. You know, they, That's part of the coaches, too, yeah. and you know, and some of these guys have opted out and been worked on at forty forever. Marshall versus Bateman to me is interesting. Is the fourth true receiver? Yeah, you know, uh, the Bengals take Jalen Mayfield. Asante Samuel Jr. goes to the Panthers. Joe Tryon to the Broncos at forty. He's a good player. Nick Bolton goes at forty-one to the Lions. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, Carlos that seems like about as late as he could fall. Yeah, Carlos. Although I did a mock, I was doing some mocks last night, and Bolton was available to me in the second round. Really? I mean, there are a lot of linebackers. Yeah. I mean, maybe somebody would like Cox. And he didn't run as well as the other guys. Right, he's, right, right. He's, you know, smaller. He came in at five eleven. Yeah, but yeah, but the tape is really good. Uh, Carlos Basham to the Giants at forty two. Kelvin Joseph to the Forty ers We haven't talked about him much, but he's an interesting corner yeah. too. He's yeah, got a lot long of and can run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian Barmore, the first defensive tackle taken at 44 by the Cowboys. Wow. No defensive tackles in the first 44 picks. I, I wonder how people will view that. Like, I think he's clearly number one, but he's not special. Yeah. I mean, do you look at it and say, boy, I, I need a D tackle. Should I overdraft this guy to get the best one? Like, I, I often look at Jacksonville's second pick and think that could be a Barmore landing spot or Tampa at the end of the round and could, instead of just keep, you know, re-signing Sue every year. Um, but you, that's not really good business to do it that way. Yeah, just to right. take one. Just because he's a D, the best DT. Yeah. Uh, Pat Firemuth to the Jaguars at 45. That'd be a good pick. They need him bad. Elijah Molden at 46 to the Patriots. Okay. The Chargers get Creed Humphrey, so they get two offensive line. They get, wow. I mean, they just signed a center to the biggest. I mean, they, they could they plug one of them in a guard. One of a guard, that's, yeah. That's fine. But they would really upgrade their offensive yeah. line in a big way. Uh, Cosby. Well, they have Slater, too. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they have like five legit guys now, <laughs> and usually they have two. Uh, the Raiders get Samuel Cosme. They need to. I mean, they're, they threw away. They, their, trade, yeah, they, they gave away their whole offensive line. line. Right. Uh, Rondell Moore goes at 49 to the Cardinals. That would make sense. Four wide, you know, uh, 
vertical or a horizontally inclined passing game. Get him the ball in space. Yeah, that's a good fit. Doesn't have to be the one, but I mean, Hopkins right. is going to yeah. get the targets. Yeah. So. Uh, Jabril Cox at fifty to the Dolphins. Okay. He's a tough one for me to to, to factor in there because yeah. I like so, I like a lot of the traits. Oh yeah. But I don't like that he's already twenty almost twenty four. Yeah. Uh, he, for people who don't realize it, I mean, he transferred to LSU late in life, and you know, it's not great. Yeah. But if you give him the third, you know. Right. If that if that makes him fall. This is that area spots, where I look or, at it, but there's probably going to be somebody there at the inside linebacker position. I'm like, okay, I can get. They're similar players, but this guy's two years younger. Two years younger, and yeah, maybe it takes a little longer to. Maybe he's not quite as NFL ready or whatever. I, but, see, I don't even know how NFL ready Cox was at LSU one year. Before that, mm-hmm. he was at North Dakota, North State. Dakota State. Yeah, they're saying, well, he had nine interceptions in his career. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But most of them were at North Dakota State, where he was playing against guys who yeah. are, you know. Selling I mean, I insurance no right now. At all if the Steelers using a second round pick on him. I think he's a really good player. I do too, but but you then know. four years from now when his contract's up is boy he's what twenty nine. Yeah, you know, right. Twenty four. Yeah, twenty eight. How about this one? He has Washington at fifty one taking Kellen Mond. I wonder if there's a second round quarterback. We operate on the assumption Mac Jones is going the first round. Yeah. someone's taking him. Is there a second-round quarterback, and who is it? Some people do like Mond a lot. Well, here's the thing. At 52, he has the Bears taking Kyle Trask. Who? I think I'd rather roll the <laughs> back dice Back-to-back quarterbacks. Yeah. I think I'd rather roll the dice on Mond than Trask. I think he has more ability. Um, the guy I might take over both of them is, uh, what's his face from Stanford? If I could sit him for a year. Yeah. You know, if I was Tampa and just had no need for a starter, uh, I don't know. These tier two quarterbacks are frightening. The Titans take Andre Sisco. The Colts take uh, Melon Fawanu, the uh, cornerback out of Syracuse. Yeah, they that, like the big long guys, right? That brings us to the Steelers' second round pick in Daniel Jeremiah's draft. Now, remember, they took uh, Najee Harris in the first round. Mm-hmm. They stay at Alabama in this one and take Landon Dickerson. That's awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. as long as the medicals check out, I, you know. We don't know Seeing that. him do the, the cartwheels at the Alabama Pro Day, I don't know if you saw that. I heard that he did, yeah. Not just a cartwheel. He's he a... cartwheeled across the field. <laughs> Three months after he had ACL surgery. 330 pounds or something yeah. like that, yeah. I think he's a great player. I mean, if he was clean, clean, yeah, he's a first-round pick all day long. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like, Steelers take him at 24, you're great. <laughs> so, I mean, the risks are hard for you and I to comment on, but... Yeah. The NFL tells a lot about what they think of him. At 56, he has the, the Seahawks taking Quinn Miners. I could see As that the too. third center taken in this yeah. draft. I think he's got a chance to be really good, too. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's not a week one starter, but so what? How about this? The Ravens get, in his mock, get Jason Owa in the second round at 58. No way. I mean, his, his numbers are too ridiculous at the pro day. The one number that I <laughs> keeps know you jumping out, zero. <laughs> Here's one to counteract that. And I'm with you. I mean, and he's a project. Like, we did a mock on my podcast today, and I had the even number teams, and my uh, host had the odd number teams. I took him at 30 with Buffalo. Like, we don't need you right now. There's just a lot of teams that could wait on him, or Indy maybe, you know. Um, again, production's very important. Don't get me wrong. But Daniel Hunter had one and a half sacks at LSU his whole career. I mean, there's an arc to get to the quarterback. I bet that, but I think he's going to go high. Oh, no way. Yeah. Just, but I don't know that Daniel Hunter ran – he didn't run a 4-3-7. Not to that degree, yeah. no. I mean, he was a good tester, and he was a third-round pick, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, that's uh, Daniel Jeremiah's uh, 
first two rounds. Um, and, and he's Just seeing where people were. DJ's tied in. He's locked in. Maybe we'll get him on the show here soon at Ooh, some point. That possibility would, we hear. Yeah, it's a, certainly a possibility. We'd love to do that. Love to pick his brain. Maybe even go through this mock with him. Yeah. And, you know, to ask him about some of these picks that uh, had us. We've mentioned many times he's a big Javante Williams fan. Yeah. Yeah, there's, and he's a big – he was one of the first ones to really be on uh, Jamin Davis. Too. Yeah. So a couple of guys we mentioned in Steeler land. Yeah, he got uh, Davis uh, going in the first round. Yeah, for Green the Packers Bay, and, the and the uh, Javante Williams going right after that uh, yeah. at the first start of day two. So Excellent. Yeah, that's the thing about the Steelers draft. I, I, if they don't take one in the first round – one of those top three guys, they're not going to get him in the second round. No. I was just on with Stan, and he was asking about Trey Sermon, and I'm like, I guess he would be my next best. These guys are okay, but they're not. Every down back. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe you just wait till next year. Then. Maybe, you know, they're, and, and look, one of those other backs is probably going to hit. Oh, one will. Yeah. Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. You know, right. You're trying to figure out which one it's going to be, mm-hmm. and, then, and then banking on that is not good business. No. I mean, if they don't get one of the three, I'd be calling Connor. Not necessarily as the one, but at least when he's healthy, he's probably your one. Yeah, right. He's got to be in the mix. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just think that they got to take one uh, early. And we've just seen life without that type of back for a while now. And it's not post Lev Bell has not been so great. Not and Connor's had some flashes. Yeah, I mean, but it's flashes. It's flashes. That's yeah. what you get though when you take those backs later. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. get the flashes. You don't get the guy who is that every down difference maker yeah yeah so anyways we're gonna we're gonna take a break he is matt williamson i'm dale lolly we want to thank uh, jacob rick for keeping us on the air throughout the course of the show here and we want to thank you for listening to this edition of the drive on steelers nation radio